Hey, what's going on? It's Coach Hoppa. Welcome in to Coffee with the DJ Coach. Uh, these are 10-minute talks to help you level up. And today, I want to kind of... Uh, this is uh, this is a level up. I would say this is definitely a level up, right, 3D? Like if we're sharing some historical context, yeah, I think that's... Learning your history is a huge part of leveling up. You got to know where things have been to know where they're going or... You know, just to even give you context for where you're currently at, I feel like the past and history can provide a lot uh, when it comes to that. But today, actually at the time of recording this, it is August 11th, 2023, which 50 years ago to this day, Cool Herc was on Sedgwick and Cedar in the Bronx throwing a party for youth at the time. Um, inside the project housing building, uh, they were throwing this party and he had this idea of extending the break. And all he wanted to do was to keep the kids dancing. Like that was it. So for those that don't know, there are five basic parts of a song, intro, verse, chorus, uh, what did I say? Intro, verse, chorus, bridge, outro. And the bridge, not every song has a bridge, but the good ones do. <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but the bridge is such a unique part of the song. Like this is where the song changes up potentially. This is where there's a solo. This is where maybe where things go instrumental. Um, and the instrumental uh, and the instrumentation maybe changes during that time. And the bridge sometimes is referred to as a break because it's also that. It's a break from the singing, it's a break from whatever was happening uh, in the rest of the record. And it's sort of this really unique space in time in the actual record. And so anyways, Cool Herc is playing and he's playing funk and um, I mean, this is kind of before disco, but he's playing like funk records and just, you know, stuff that was mom and dad's music to some degree. And the kids, they weren't so into all of that until it gets to the break or the bridge. Now, all of a sudden, the kids start dancing during the break herc is like yes this is what i'm talking about this is what i came for i think all my djs out there you know what that feels like to go from everybody hugging the wall to now everybody dancing that's that's it right there right so herc's like this is awesome i gotta keep them dancing though and there's a bit of a problem you see the break is just that it's a break so at some point in time this break is gonna end and they're going to go back to possibly hugging the wall. So what do I do here? Huh. What if I got a second copy of the same song? And before the song ends, before the break ends, I queue up the other deck to the beginning of the break. And I basically restart the break. And I keep the break going. This is what Cool Herc did. And this was out of necessity or, you know, this really came from a practical place of let's keep the kids dancing. In fact, he called them break boys and break girls. And we get on the mic and actually say that like break girls go down, break boys go down. And they, you know, were emulating moves that they would see on TV or whatnot, watching James Brown doing these moves and a lot of footwork and things like that, but kind of putting their own spin on it and making it theirs. And that's where this comes from. And in fact, actually, this is Cool Herc now and many other DJs at the time taking the breaks of the songs and just playing the breaks, not even playing the full song. 
So rushing to the record store when a, a, a track would come out, um, seeing if the break was funky enough, buying two copies of that song, ripping the labels off the records or putting some masking tape or you know duct tape on the center of the record, writing your name on it instead. And this is what gave birth to this live performance that we now know today as hip-hop and rap. So you have the DJ keeping the beat going. And, and mind you, for those that maybe are not as familiar, there are um, several elements of hip-hop. I'm really focused on the, the music portion of this, which involves DJing, MCing, um, breakdancing or b-boying. And then, of course, there's graffiti art as well. Um, so we're not talking necessarily about the visual part of this, but more so the audio part of this and the, the cultural experience that was happening on that dance floor. And so now, you know, you have DJs who are uh, having MCs jump on during this time in which the break is going because this might just be instrumental for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And, you know, maybe you, you got a little bit of skill here and, and you maybe want to get on a microphone and say some things that rhyme, some things that make sense, maybe some things that don't rhyme or don't make sense. But either way, it's it's all entertaining for the people that are there at this party. And this is where you see a lot of the, um, even the groups that came out around that time were DJ led. It's like a great example, um, the Cold Crush Brothers or Grandmaster, uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, right? It was Grandmaster Flash as the DJ and the Furious Five that were the MCs that accompanied him. And it was really about Flash keeping the beat going. And so, um, yeah, this was just such an amazing time. And this was, you know, before anybody even really coined the term hip hop. And it was all just this live expression to be able to get the kids to dance. And I've got to say, on the 50th anniversary of hip hop, I just kind of want to make it a little bit personal. To me, um, man, hip hop has such a huge influence in my life, in my adult life, uh, my coming of age. You know, I um, I was born in 1980. Um, I got a chance to really discover 90s rap when it was happening and you know people talk about that as like the golden era of hip-hop and you know uh getting exposed and seeing you know rap and hip-hop really hit the mainstream in a real way in the 90s and the 2000s where you know commercial radio was playing hip-hop and that that wasn't happening as much in the 80s and certainly not in the 70s and so to see the growth and the trajectory of where hip hop is taking us to the point where now, you know, I mean, you, you turn on the TV and it'd be hard to not see any sort of influence of hip hop on, on, you know, a variety of shows, movies, uh, popular culture. I mean, there's so much that's come out of that. Hip hop has produced, you know, billionaires that have then learned their entrepreneurial skills through the, through the culture as well and then being able to bring up others in that um, there's obviously so many facets of hip-hop culture today and now you know we're starting to see this recognized in in schools as well and you see books written on the subject and this still is so very new i mean we're talking 50 years so um, i get really excited when i think about where this will be in 50 years but I'm also reminded that we are at a really unique, oh, I'm getting like goosebumps right now. Like we're at a really unique point in, in history and in time where we still have a lot of these 
founding fathers and and mothers and founding mothers too that are out there. I want to shout out the women that were involved in hip hop as well. Um that are still alive, that are still, you know, uh, in the scene and still performing in a lot of cases. I'm just getting back from Atlantic City. I was out there for several days with the DJX show and they did a performance. Uh, they did a whole night that was dedicated to the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And uh, Melstar was hosting and Scribble was hosting as well. And uh, they brought out Sugar Hill Gang uh, and Sugar Hill Gang performed Rapper's Delight like the first hit record, the first hit hip hop record. And still, I think it's the biggest selling hip hop record of all time. I I believe, you know, don't, (laughs) I hope I'm not misquoting that, but you know, it's a song that really brought hip hop to the mainstream at that time. That was the early stages of it. And they were there and performed it. I got a chance to hear them do, do the, the verses. I said a hip hop I won't I'll let me spare you with my <laughs> my rapping. Um, but I mean, amazing. I saw Melly Mel, you know, from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, you know, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. You know, I mean, this is amazing to be at this moment in history where you still have a lot of these creators that are still around that are still performing. And so I want this to Maybe, you know, this is me on my soapbox a little bit here, but I want to acknowledge and I want anybody who's listening to this podcast and this episode to get a chance to go deeper with the history, to learn about some of these um, folks that really helped pave the way for where we're at today. And if you ever get a chance to see them uh, live or to just learn more about them while they're still here on this earth, please make it make it a point to do so. And um, it's just so important for the next generation so that you can pass down some of these stories to your kids, your grandkids, the people that you influence. Uh, man, uh, so, such an amazing, amazing accomplishment. Um, happy 50th birthday to hip hop. Shout out to anybody that has played a role in the culture, anybody who's ever streamed a hip hop track, anybody who of all the DJs, all the MCs, all the B-boys and B-girls, um, all of the graffiti writers, all of the historians of this culture, just anybody who has played a role in this. We salute you today. We celebrate you today. Happy birthday, hip hop. <laughs>